Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So being that it is the first Monday of the new year, happy new year, everyone. Um, and it is the 41st episode of The Bride Tender. I actually can't even believe that I'm saying that and that I have consistently put out 41 episodes. And I have some new people who are listening that kind of came in you know, maybe after the initial start of the Bride Tender podcast. So first, I wanted to reintroduce myself to all those who might not know who I am. So again, I'm Esty Gordon. I host this podcast every single Monday. I bring different vendors in who discuss what they do in the industry, how they are navigating business during a time of COVID, and give advice to our brides and grooms. Now, I guess I would be remiss if I didn't mention a little bit about who I am, how I got into the industry, a little bit of a refresher, what I'm up to now, what I've been up to up until this point, and what are my plans for the future. So first, let me start with, I grew up in this industry. Um, with that said, my dad, who was on previous episodes, used to own one of the wedding boats out of New Jersey. So from a very young age, I used to ride the boat, see how parties went on. Um, And I would say that is how I knew about my love for weddings, love for events, love for entertainment. And that's how I knew the direction that my life was going to go in. That's first and foremost. Second... Growing up, I had a lot of different jobs prior to getting into weddings, but I think when I break down what I did versus, you know, what I didn't do, I want to kind of mention that a lot of people I see in this industry, they've worked their way from the bottom up, me included, and Something that I love about that is that we've all worked like multiple jobs that might have been outside of this, but anytime I talk to someone in the industry, they worked all these different jobs as like a young teenager and ended up finding a love and passion for the hospitality industry. So to give you a little breakdown about high school, me, um, (laughs) how do I say this? Um, from elementary school on, I like really wanted to be a comedian. Like I'm actually dead serious. Um, if you know me on a personal level, you know that this was a serious goal of mine. Um, I'm not going to tell you I gave up on the dream. I think I just do it for fun, but I did not become a comedian, um, yet, you know, I'm still young. It's only 28, almost 29. There's still time for me. Two, um, with that being said, I worked a lot of different jobs 
such as my first like real part-time job was I worked for a jewelry store and I handled doing a lot of the display work in the windows and I think that kind of gave me my love for design and creativity and I worked there until the store closed when I was most of the way through 10th grade. So then I was looking for another job and I started working for a supermarket in my town that I grew up in, in Oceanside, which is called Wild by Nature. And I know you're thinking to yourself, what does that ever have to do with anything? But it really does. So I started working at Wild by Nature and I worked the register and I also handled all of the bagging of the groceries. With that, I was able to learn, one, about how to really count money. Um, You don't understand how important this is because in whatever field you decide to go into, this goes for anything, it's super important to understand how to handle financials. And I learned that pretty young. So that was one great aspect of that job. The other is being able to really package things up in the best, most orderly and timely manner. Um, I really think that that was an important learning, you know, experience because no matter what job or career you take, it's really important to be organized, timely, and efficient. So there you have becoming organized being on time, efficiency, and financials. Then, I left that job for a different job in catering, and that is really how I knew that weddings was going to be my my target. Um, I knew that events in general was my passion. It's something that I loved, but now I was really getting to see it from behind the scenes on the catering side. Um, I worked for Temple OJC, Oceanside Jewish Center. I still actually help out there um, all these years later, but I started there when I was 17 And I worked there through the remainder of high school, all through college. I helped out there after college. And I still help out there from time to time just because I don't live too far away. And, you know, um, being there, they've become like family to me over the years. So, you know, um, I wasn't... I think something that's so important is in this industry... You really can't act like you're above anything. You need to really learn everything. Being in the kitchen, learning about rentals, learning about, you know, how to set a table. It's so important. And so many people, you know, they don't know things like that. And in this industry, if you go into, you know, an area like sales or an area like event planning, wedding planning, it's so important to know the logistics about what goes on in a venue. Now with that, I, from out of college, I went on to 
handle event planning and PR for two different healthcare companies uh, located, in New- located in New York, but I really did, I traveled um, when I was young. It was a great experience. Obviously, I'm still young, but I'm at a point in my life where that's not the experience that would be right for me now. Um, at that age, you know, out of college, I was fortunate to travel to different places and, you know, it was a Monday through Friday and I planned the events from soup to nuts under what I wanted, you know, as if I was the client, I got to choose exactly how things would look that made sense for the brand that I was working for. Now, after having a few years in that, um, it was a great experience. I met so many people and I was ready to move a little bit from the corporate side over to the social side. And that is what brought me to the Glen Cove Mansion. Um, I've mentioned this before. I'm from Long Island. I grew up my whole life on Long Island. New York. I know Manhattan like the back of my hand. Went to college in Manhattan and I moved on to the Glen Cove Mansion um, to work in catering sales. Um, It was my first catering sales experience and it was really exciting because I was able to, you know, work on weddings but also really be one of the forefront people that worked with clients. Um, I worked there for a few years. I had a great team of people. Um, it, It was a great venue. It's also a hotel. It gave me the hotel experience that I didn't have before. So I learned a lot about blocking rooms for weddings, um, after parties, uh, breakfasts the next day to be planned. Um, and it, it, it really prepared me for what my next step was. So I mentioned this before that I, handled catering sales. I was a a catering sales manager for a venue near Manhattan. Um, It is a landmark venue. It is very one of a kind um, and definitely hosts very specific um, clientele, very specific brides and grooms that are looking for, you know, a garden-esque area. Um, I worked there uh, up until the pandemic and technically, um, furloughed from there, which a lot of people in the industry are right now. So that is a huge thing that brought me to doing this podcast. I have always wanted to do a podcast. I've always wanted to do it on something that made sense for me to discuss. Now, Um, funny story, I was in the midst about almost two years ago to start a podcast with a few of my guy friends from college on dating in, you know, in this era. We filmed the first thing. It was actually really, really funny. I think it, I think it could have been something, but all in all, our hearts just all weren't in doing something together. 
and that podcast never never made it um to fruition so this time around timing was finally right I had more time on my hands I wanted to do something that remained true to who I am and what I love and where my future is going so I taught myself how to make this podcast I downloaded an app to do it I got it on every streaming platform, which took a lot of time, actually. Um, I started a YouTube channel. I created the Instagram account. I have a logo made now. And it is my brand. This podcast is my new baby. It's something new for me. It's fun. And... It's keeping me relevant in the industry in a time where the hospitality and the wedding industry is not what it was. But in due time, just like everything, it will come back. So that is a little bit about my past work experience. I am fortunate that during this time I have been busy, I have been focused, I've been building, um, which is really all that any of us can do. Although I know this pandemic time is such a is such a hard and difficult place to be in, and there's so many people who are out of work, and there's people who are, who are struggling, and you know, um, you know the the positives that we see is we see organizations such as Barstool Sports. They're going out of their way. They're donating money. They're raising funds. They're keeping businesses alive. And that's something that with with my podcast that I'm trying to do, I know so many people in the industry, I want to give them a platform to say what they do, to get their their names out there and, you know, for when this industry does come back, you have all the right people in your hands to help you plan and execute your special day. So I have no I have no plan to leave the industry. I am, however, changing the way that I do things. Now, for those of you that don't know, I have a few different, you know, accounts and and businesses, so to say, and things that I focus on for myself. And I don't usually mention that on this podcast because I want this to be about the people that I bring on and not so much about myself. But it wouldn't make sense for me to always be talking about other things and never tell you about my own experience Because I do have the experience to bring forth to the table. And that's why I bring on the best in the business to come on here. And share what they do. And get you guys excited for, you know, when your special time comes around. So with that said, I do have a business. It's called Eventpire. I started it very young. Um... I guess I actually forgot to add this into my uh my criteria of work of what I've done. I there are actually a lot more jobs in there that I didn't mention, but um I have mentioned them in previous episodes and 
Honestly, we could be sitting here for years and years if I told you about all the jobs that I've taken on in my life. Um, But something that I did was I started a business when I was 24 named Eventpire. And it was going to be an event planning and production company. Now, yes, I have done things under my own name. However, during this time, and everybody feels kind of differently, but during this time, I haven't really moved that that business to being my full-time thing because with events being so up in the air and the rules being so um, difficult for here in New York about how many people you can have, what's allowed, what's not allowed. It's changed. It's it's very hard to decipher. I have had my focus on other things. And while doing that, I've realized that I have a huge part of me that's been missing for the past couple years. And that part is the fact that I have a background in public relations as well as events. And I missed I missed that PR side of me. I missed it so much. And anytime that I was working in my prior positions and you know, we had marketing teams that were doing things and I I didn't have a say in that side. I didn't have a say because I didn't work on the marketing side. I worked more on the sales and the planning side. And I started to realize while while having, you know, this pandemic and whatnot going on is that I need to get back in touch with that side of me because that is a huge part of who I am and that is a huge section of my life that makes me happy. What makes me happy is being able to promote for people and get the word out there. So that is what I'm doing with the bride tender. And that is going to be the direction that I take my business, which is Eventpire. Eventpire is my business, which is going to be helping brand and um, promote businesses in the wedding industry. And of course, when events do come back full force, I will be taking on helping clients handle their event planning as well. So that is one section. And then with the bride tender, just so that you understand, is something that I'm doing to, you know, help promote people on my podcast. The Bride Tender is my podcast platform to help promote businesses, um, learn about people, you know, and and it's I've been so fortunate in this time. I can't say that or stress that enough is that being able to do this has introduced me to some of the most amazing people. And timing is everything. And if I had started this at this time last year, I don't think I would have been able to to get some of the guests on that I have throughout this pandemic or to be able to have the time to really devote to getting the word out there and 
getting these guests and and taking the time to record and put it out there on every streaming platform and and now we're on YouTube and starting all these things. So that is just a little background on me and to give you an idea of where I am going. And there's so much that I could say about the fact that I have an entrepreneurial spirit which is so important to me and it's so hard in these times it's so scary to go for something that you've wanted to go for but the truth is there's literally no time like the present and I don't ever want to have regrets that I didn't do something that was so important to me so first I really want to thank everybody for you know, following along with my journey, especially it's 41 episodes today. Wow. Insane. Um, and really being supportive. And for some of my guests who have come on, who have introduced me to other people, that's been, you know, so enlightening. And I just wanted to say, you know, I have a few friends who are entrepreneurs who are out there who are building their businesses no matter how hard like the climate is right now and um I had a friend who sent me this from the chive you could follow the chive on Instagram and it said the queen's gambit has been viewed by 62 million people the producer Alan Scott is on BBC News talking about how it took 30 years with nine rewrites and every studio he showed it to said that no one would be interested in chess. Please persevere with that thing that you're making. Now, I have not watched The Queen's Gambit yet, but I'm going to. But the whole point of that is, is that if you're out there and you're building something and you're worried that it's not going to make it, don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Keep your head down. Keep focused. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. You have to do what's best for you. And that is exactly what I'm doing. I am pushing forward in a time of stress and anxiety and so much going on in the world and things being so up in the air. And I'm working on building myself and building my business and building my podcast and building my platform. And, um, you know, I'm going to continue to do so. And if there's any way that I can help anybody build their business, build themselves, I'm here to help them do that. And I'm here to help you do that and to take away any stress or anxiety that you might feel during this time because the truth is everybody is in the same boat of that and We've seen how the, how the community, how the world, how our country has come together to help to help businesses in need, and that's something that I plan to do as well. So those are some of my plans for the future. You got to hear a good part of my past. Luckily, me having you know this dream of comedy my whole life. I get to, you know, perform it every single Monday for you here on the podcast. 
you know, we're not ready to take this thing live or anything, um, you know, on stage. But the truth is, you know, the world is my oyster and we just never know. Maybe one day I will see you while I'm on that stage and you'll be in my audience. So thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of The Bride Tender. Um, it is Monday, January 4th. I put this out tonight because I am doing it right now as we speak. And... um You can catch this podcast every single Monday on every streaming platform that you listen to. Um, We also are on YouTube. This episode is strictly podcast only. And um, you can follow me at at the bride tender on Instagram for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and hiring the best in the business to execute your special day. Until next week, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay tuned for a very busy January with some amazing guests that I have coming on. And in the meantime, stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.